Welcome to the podcast of Ben Kruska, where every Wednesday there's a fresh word of faith and victory for your life. Now, here's Ben Kruska. I want to talk about what do you see for 2023? And uh, normally I call this, uh, can you see the star? But tonight it rhymes so nice with 2023. So I called it, what can you see? What do you see for 2023? So <laughs> I thought I'd explain that. So I get some credit for the rhyming, you know. <laughs> but uh, when you hear the news and you read the news and you see everything happening in the world, it's very easy to have a negative mindset or a negative expectation for the coming year. Uh, as we've been able to have a negative expectation for the last few years. But if you look around you, you look what God is doing in the church today, then what you can, the only conclusion you can make is that whatever the enemy meant for evil, God is turning it only around for good. So whatever was looking negative, when they said there's a casting down, we said there's a lifting up, and God's only expanding things, and God, Jesus is really building his church, and the gates of hell cannot and will not prevail against it. So it doesn't matter what the world says for 2023, because they see things too. What do they see? They see we expect inflation. We expect, you know, the housing market this. We expect, uh, expect the stock market to do this. We expect, you know, like war, wars to continue. We expect, you know, the, the gas prices to keep going up, taxes to keep going up, the energy prices. to get, You know, they have all these expectations. They have things they see. That's why Pastor Ronnie calls the media the prophets of Baal. Because they see certain things and they keep prophesying lies. But we have our own news. Amen. So let's look at Matthew 2. Matthew 2 verse 7 is um, um, when, the, when the wise men came from the east to see Jesus who had just been born. And they came by Herod and then it says, Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men determined from them what time the star appeared. The, the wise men had seen the star from the east, you know, and they had followed the star all the way to Jerusalem. And then they found out it's in Bethlehem. And then verse 8, And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. Of course, he didn't mean to worship Jesus. He wanted to kill Jesus. Same is what the devil is doing today. You know, the enemy, you can always, he's always repeating himself. So when the enemy was afraid of the new king, Jesus, to come and, and be born and, and grow up, the enemy wanted to kill him before he became big. The enemy wants to stop things at the infancy stage before it becomes, before it gets into adulthood and before it comes to maturity so that he can still stop it. As a baby, Jesus maybe could have still been stopped. Couldn't been stopped because the angel warned them and all these different things. But the enemy thinks he can still stop it. That's why today there's all this abortion, you know, because the enemy is afraid of this new, new generation of people that will rise up and do signs and wonders on the earth. A church that is going to be rise up out of this generation. That will do great and mighty things. So he, he, history repeats itself. And when they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, 
his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened up their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That's like the best baby shower ever, right? (laughs) I know one thing. When I was born, nobody brought gold. (laughs) A pack of pampers, maybe, but that's about it. (laughs) But Jesus had, had a great baby shower. That's why when people say Jesus was poor, okay, Okay, at his birth, you know, before he was three months old, he already had stacks of gold. <laughs> Enough to travel to Egypt and pay for the trip as a baby. Jesus was not poor. Okay, anyway, different story. <laughs> what baby do you see with gold? You know, it's like... <laughs> well, he was born in a manger. Yes, and then the same week, he got a bunch of gold. <laughs> Anyway, then they, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. What do you see? They saw the star, but what do you see? What do you see for 2023? See, when they saw the baby, when the wise men saw the child, they saw the king. Herod, he saw competition. Simeon, when they brought Jesus to the temple and the old man Simeon put him in his arms, he saw the prophesied Messiah. Joseph and Mary saw their miracle baby. The angel saw Emmanuel, God with us. And many others, they just saw a normal baby. But you, what do you see? What do you see? When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. What do you see? For 2023. In John 1 verse 10. The Bible talks about that Jesus came to his own. John 1 verse 10 it says. He was in the world. And the world was made through him. And the world did not know him. He came to his own. And his own did not receive him. But as many as received him. To them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name. So he came to his own, but his own did not receive him. His own could not see him for who he was, for who he is. His own people did not recognize. They could not see the star. They could not see Jesus as he really is. They just saw a normal baby. They saw the carpenter's son. They saw a prophet. They saw a philosopher. Maybe they saw a rebel or an anarchist. But some saw Jesus, the son of God. It was revealed to them by the Father. What do you see? First of all, I know many of you, you know Jesus. But if you don't know him yet, when you, when you come to church today and when you hear the word today, what do you see when you think about Jesus? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, I am the ladder to heaven. He said, I am the bread of life. If you eat from me, you'll never be hungry again. If you drink from me, you'll never thirst again. He is the way. He's the son of the living God. He's the seed of the woman prophesied in Genesis. He's the suffering savior. Suffering servant. Born of a virgin. Prophesied by many. Declared by the angels to be Emmanuel, the son of God. God with us. He's the savior of the world. Died on the cross. Shed his blood, sinless blood for you and me to wash every guilt and every stain 
and to set us free. He's Jesus, the eternal Son of God. He was there before the foundation of the earth. When the world was created, He was there at the right hand of the Father. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the bright and morning star. He's the wonderful. He's the counselor. He's the everlasting Father. He's the Prince of Peace. He's Jesus, the Son of God, the Savior of the world. When that revelation comes in your heart, it changes all your, your whole life. Many, many times when we get saved, when people get saved, and they, the light goes on and they can see Jesus as he really is. And then they, they go to all their friends, how, how come you guys can't see it? And they're like, you, haven't, you just saw it too. <laughs> but that's what happens many times. People, they, they didn't see Jesus, then they see him and they're like, how come not everyone else is seeing this? Because the Bible says that the God with a little g, the God of this world, the enemy, the devil, he has blinded the eyes of people. It has got scales on their eyes. That's why when we pray, we pray that scales fall off the eyes of people, that they may see him as he really is. Because when you see Jesus, everything changes. I know many of you have a testimony of when you saw Jesus. Maybe not physically saw Jesus, but when it was like, oh. You got some people that are wanted in some countries sitting here. Ex-criminals, but when they saw Jesus. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not joking. <laughs> when they saw Jesus, everything changed. Everything was transformed. And now they're saints. Everything changes when you see Jesus. But what do you see? Secondly, of course, what do you see for 2023? What do you see for the coming year? Many times things can get clouded and blurry because we get so busy, focused on life, focused on everything that's happening around us, that we lose sight of the star, that we lose sight of Jesus. In John chapter 20, Jesus was raised from the dead. And many of the disciples saw Jesus when he was raised from the dead. But Thomas wasn't there when Jesus visited the disciples. And Thomas said, if, if only, I will only believe if I can touch him. If I can put my fingers in the nail print in his hands. If I can touch the, the, the spear pierced side, then I'll believe. And Jesus told him, Thomas, when D Jesus showed up. And Thomas said, oh, now I believe, Lord, I believe. And Jesus said, you believe because you see, but blessed are those who have not seen yet believe. In John chapter 8, there was a woman caught in adultery. And she was brought before Jesus and before all the religious leaders of that day. She was caught in the act of adultery and she was brought there embarrassed in front of all these men. Standing there probably barely clothed. Ashamed, And the, the religious leaders were ready to stone her. They said, this woman deserves to be, to be stoned, to be killed, to be judged. And Jesus told, the, told those people, those religious leaders, he said, whoever's without sin, let him cast the first stone. And one by one, they dropped their stones and walked off because they had all sinned. But then Jesus was still standing there. And when the woman looked up, all the accusers were gone and only Jesus was there. She could only see Jesus. And then Jesus didn't say, I accuse you. Because he's not the accuser of his people. He's the savior 
of the world. And Jesus said, I don't condemn you either. Go and sin no more. You're forgiven. You're free. See, when all the accusers left, she could finally see Jesus. When all the voices of condemnation were quieted down, then she could finally see Jesus. Stephen had the same in Acts chapter 7. What can I for you do? Do my pizza, Joshua. Very distracted. Very so. No, I'm teasing. I'll leave you alone. I'll leave you alone. Anyway, before I was rudely interrupted by Siri, I'm teasing. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. This morning we had a bunch of babies crying on the front row. I told Pastor David, that's unacceptable. Nathan, you shouldn't be crying. Show some respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's listening very well. I'm glad. Rebuke, rebuke received. <laughs> I'm teasing. He's my buddy. He's my buddy. He's my revival buddy. He likes revival services. <laughs> In Acts chapter 7, Stephen had the same kind of thing. He, he, he had been preaching about Jesus. Signs and wonders had been happening through his hands. And then all these people were accusing him. And they tried to judge him as well. And they picked up stones as well. And they were ready to throw at them. But in the middle of that, Stephen, all he could see, he lifted up his eyes. And he saw heavens opened. And he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. Meanwhile, stones were thrown at him, but he could only see Jesus. What do you see? In the midst of storm, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of whatever is happening in this world today, where do you have your eyes? What you behold is what you become. You can ask anybody with a motorcycle, is it where their eyes go, the whole motorcycle goes? For some people in the car, it's the same thing. If they look a little bit left, they're suddenly in your lane. <laughs> but it's a very true thing isn't it that your eyes point in the direction where you're going so if you start ask Peter Peter was walking on the water looking at Jesus but then when he started looking at the wind and the waves and the storm what happened he started sinking because he lost sight of the star for 2023, it's so important that we all keep sight of the star, that we keep our eyes on Jesus. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, be looking unto Jesus, that we run this race. Let's look that up. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Who is that? That's all the people who have gone before us. They're over there looking over the banisters of heaven. Saying, come on, Mark, you can do it. Keep running. Yes. <laughs> Just encouraging some people here. <laughs> Run, Forrest, Run. <laughs> no, they, they're encouraging us. They, they, they're, 
They're looking over the banners of heaven. We are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. That's why when Jesus coming, is coming back on the clouds, He's coming back with all the saints that have gone before us. And we're going to be caught up together in a meeting in the sky with Him. Oh, hallelujah. Can't wait for that. Well, I can't wait for that day because we still have a job to do. But that's going to be an awesome day. Amen. So he says, we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run. Tell somebody, let's run. Let's run. <laughs> you guys are very excited tonight. <laughs> I, I think you're thinking like, the, the, the more excited we are, the, the quicker he finishes. <laughs> the, quicker, the quicker we can eat cake. <laughs> Let's run to the cake station. <laughs> Let's run the calories from the cake off. <laughs> I think a rise and shine, so people are going to be running. <laughs> that was one of my highlights of this year. <laughs> Is one of those services I'm just preaching and suddenly <laughs> suddenly there's Daniel running in that direction Tim runs in that direction Pastor David runs in that direction suddenly it's like it looked like a cartoon you know like everybody <laughs> that's what the Bible says that your enemies will run from you in seven different ways that's what it looked like <laughs> and these are my friends they're not my enemies so <laughs> And then one year we had Daniel run that way and Tim run that way. And then they met again, boom, in the middle. And it was a Holy Ghost collision. <laughs> they had a touch. They were marked. <laughs> and some chairs were lost in the process. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We needed to raise more offerings to buy more chairs. <laughs> and we say, let us run. <laughs> Let's run. <laughs> One time Pastor David started running. I thought he ran straight to Thailand, Taiwan. <laughs> I was like, come back. <laughs> we need you here. Your wife is here. <laughs> She was playing the keys over there, and he ran to Taiwan. <laughs> ran right up against the wall over there, just crashed into the wall. <laughs> you never know what you see at the River Amsterdam. <laughs> people running, people dancing. Good times, good times. <laughs> it's extra, extra funny when we're all fasting. <laughs> and then we start running. It's like three steps. It's like, <laughs> then if you do start running, you know it's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> so he said, let us run. Where am I? Let us run. With endurance. So in 2023, we can't be like uh, going backwards. We got to move forward. 
run ahead. Move forward. Not run ahead of God, but taking ground, taking territory ahead of us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Everybody say, with endurance. Sometimes people want everything to go automatically, but it's not always like that. I believe that we're going to step into acceleration. But for some people, you're going to have to press through some things to step into the acceleration. That means you have to have some endurance. That whatever um, level of spiritual condition you had in 2022, I believe we have to move forward. We, move, we have to move ahead. So our endurance has to grow. Our lung capacity has to grow. Our spiritual capacity has to grow. Spread your 10 pins wide, the Bible says. See, we have to enlarge our capacity to receive what God has for us. If we don't enlarge our capacity to receive, then we stay at the level we're in. But if we say, Lord, stretch me, that's why, that's why the, the fasting and prayer is so important. Because what does it do? It builds us up in our spirit. Our spirit gets strong. Our spirit man gets built up. It's like going to like CrossFit, but then in the Holy Ghost. You know, you get spiritually fit, very fit by fasting and by praying. Because it's the fasting, it silences the voice of the flesh. But the praying, it builds up your spirit, man. And it builds up your endurance. And I believe it positions us for a year like no other. So let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. And then we get to the point that we wanted to talk about. Looking unto Jesus. So you can't run your race that God has set before you when you have your eyes in a different direction. When you have your eyes on the wrong thing. When you have your eyes on, oh, I really want a boyfriend, Lord. I really want a girlfriend, Lord. I really want that. I want, really want. <laughs> What's happening? You got your eyes in the wrong direction. You're trying to run and you're going to crash into some things. Doesn't work. See, when you put your eyes on Jesus, you'll run right into that boyfriend. That won't be a boyfriend. It will be a husband to you. Amen. You'll run right into the right thing because you have your eyes in the right place. And Jesus will also always lead you in the right direction. He's the good shepherd. And he leads us beside still waters. So many people, they're so concerned all the time about all these little things that if you just put your focus right, all those things fall into place. Looking unto Jesus, the beginner, the author, and the finisher of our faith. What he has started, he will surely complete if we keep our eyes on him. If we keep our eyes on him. So he, what he began, he's fully determined to finish. Jesus doesn't build a tower and then doesn't end it, doesn't finish it. No, what he has finished... What he has started, he will finish. But we have a part to play. And our part is keep moving forward with our eyes on Jesus. So what are you looking at? Like a spoken like a New Yorker. What are you looking at? But it's a crucial question. What you behold is what you become. Stephen kept his eyes on Jesus. And even when they were stoning him. He could just walk in love. He said, Father, forgive them. Don't lay, this, don't, don't lay this on their account, Lord. They don't know what they're doing. That's supernatural love. 
You only can have that kind of response when you have your eyes in the right place. And I believe we have to have our eyes in the right place in 2023. In Hebrews 11 verse 27, it says, By faith, Moses forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. So Moses, born into the Israelite nation, but really grown up in the Egyptian household. That's like, like what I talked about this morning, me growing up in a Christian home, but really choosing to go into the world. But then a day came where Moses had to make a decision. Am I, a, am I an Egyptian or am I an Israelite? Am I a Hebrew or am I an Egyptian? And he had to make a decision what family he belonged to. And he, he finally made that decision. I don't care what the cost is. I don't care if I have to move out of the palace and leave the comforts that I've known behind. I'm going to be part of the, the people of God, the kingdom of God. But how did he endure? He endured as seeing him who is invisible. So you got to keep your eyes on things that are maybe not seen. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. So in 2023 and all really the last the last few years it's been the art of walking by faith and not by sight. It's like when you when you start walking by sight you're going to drown, you're going to sink, you're going to stress out, you're going to have a burnout. Because there's so much things shot at us all the time, at every one of us. At a rapid pace, it's like the gates of hell are opened with negative news, negative things, things to be afraid of, things to be concerned about. And if, you're not, if, you're not, if you don't have your eyes in the right place, it's going to overwhelm you. Those floods are going to overtake you. But if you have your eyes, you look with the eyes of faith, then nothing can overwhelm you and nothing can overtake you. Nothing can take you out. So what do you see for 2023? And I'll say it like this. What you see is what you get. What you see is what you get. If you see, you could also say it like this. What you expect is what you experience. The Bible says your expectation shall not be cut off. So if you're expecting, oh, it's going to be a hard year. We'll just, you know, buckle down. And wait for 2024, things to get better or whatever. Then, then that's not a faith mindset. That's not a faith expectation. So what you see is what you get. If you see what the world's seeing, you will have what the world is having. But if you see what the word is seeing, you'll, you'll get what the word is having. Yeah, amen. amen. You can have what the world says or you can have what the word says. It's up to you and me. To make our decision. And I've made, my, made up my mind. I'm going to have what the word says I can have. Amen. Why did you say that out loud? Let the devil hear you. I'm going to have what the word says I can have. In Jesus name. So what do you see for 2023? Jesus could have easily looked at the, at the cross and at the shame and said, I'm not, I'm not having that. Stephen could have easily looked at those accusers and say, hey, forget this Christianity. The pressure's too high. The woman caught in adultery could have easily looked at all her accusers and have lost sight of Christ and have just been under condemnation all of her life. Moses could have looked at the wrath of Pharaoh and never forsaken Egypt and stayed there. 
be staying in, in what, he had knew, what he had known all his life. But all these people didn't do that and all of them have a great testimony because they didn't look at what normal people look at. They looked at Christ. They looked at the invisible. They looked with eyes of faith. And you and I, were set up for testimony upon testimony and miracle upon miracle if we keep our eyes on Jesus for the coming year. Amen. So what are you looking at and can you see the star? See, when we started this church, my wife and I started this church, we saw you. We couldn't see you yet, but we saw you. We saw buildings packed. We saw altar calls packed. We saw people getting baptized by the hundreds. We saw it. We could see it in our spirit. We're seeing things for the future as well. But we might not see them yet here, but we're seeing them in here. Amen. And now we're in the middle of it. But if we would have walked by sight and not by faith, we would have given up a long time ago. And you too, you might be walking around with some dreams that God has made you pregnant with. Some things that, are, that he has birthed on the inside of you there. And you might not be seeing them yet. But in, on the inside, when you close your eyes, they, those things are more real than what you're seeing out there. Then it's like, I don't understand why I'm not seeing it yet because it's so real on the inside of me here. Well, just keep holding on to that thing you're seeing on the inside because sooner or later it will come. The Bible says in... Uh, Habakkuk 2, it says, write the vision and make it plain. Write it down, make it plain. What do you see for 2023? Write it down, make it plain. And then it says, so that he who reads it can run with it. And even if the vision tarries, it won't tarry long. It will surely come to pass. So God's vision for your life, it will surely come to pass. The Bible says about Joshua and all the Israelites that had been through the desert time and all this stuff and they get, went into the promised land. The Bible says about them that not one of the good words that God spoken over them fell to the ground. All came to pass. Everybody say, all is coming to pass. Everything God has promised me and my house, it's coming to pass. And in 2023, I'm going to see it take place. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to today's message. To be notified of new episodes, just hit the subscribe button. And to connect with Ben on social media, you can find him at Ben Kruska on Instagram and Facebook.